0: Um, so I'm not 100% sure how we're going to do this this morning, but I'll just tell you what I need starting off. If you're a Sunday school teacher, or if you see that your Sunday school teacher is not in here, please, before class starts, write down the names of everyone that's in there and everyone that should be in there, because we're going to start taking role in Sunday school and we're going to start taking up offerings. If you've got a question as to what those offerings are for, please talk to Brother Israel, because I'm not sure. So I'm sure they're going to be used for something great, all right? So we can probably look forward to it, whatever it is. Um, so this mor- this morning is devotional. I'd like to, uh, actually I want to read it out on my phone. I would like to be in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 17. Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 17. And I know I'll probably be running through this pretty quick, but it says in Proverbs 19, verse 17, he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. So we could spend a lot of time talking about that whole verse, but I want to focus in on that word pity. So, and I i guess if I had a title for this, it would be pity is more than empathy. Okay, it's more than a feeling. That word pity there, if you're reading a New King James or a King James, uh, it's Sometimes it says kindness, but right here it says pity. When we draw that word, it comes from the Hebrew word kahnan. It's an active verb. To properly bend or stoop in kindness to an inferior. Don't get hung up on inferior. Uh, To bestow or causatively to implore. I love definitions that have words that need to be defined for me. Implore means to beg someone earnestly or desperately to do something. So if the Bible tells us to have pity on, on people, and we're not really sure, you know, of course it means more than just a feeling, we need to look to God's example. In Psalms chapter 103, I'm going to keep the pedal down, so just stick with me. In Psalms 103, chapter, chapter 103, verse 9, starting out reading, it says, He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. And we all know that's true. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. Remember that. For he knows our frame, and he remembers that we are dust. So what Christ did on the cross and what the Father does in drawing mankind is truly the most profound expression of biblical pity in all of history. People will say God helps those who help themselves and I would have to argue with that. Because when it comes to being redeemed and made new, there was nothing I could do. And there was no good that I could do in order to uh, receive that from him. When God looked at me, dead in my sin, while I was his enemy, when I hated him, he was moved with such compassion. Think about it in regards to our definition of pity. He's seen the need, and he stooped lower than any man ever has, coming from his throne, descending to earth, stepping into the weakness of flesh, and walked among us, he pleaded with us, and he prayed on our behalf while he was here, and he done much more, so much that not even all the books in the world could contain it. He died on a criminal's cross, the God of heaven, despised and rejected, made himself a partaker of mankind's suffering so he could share in our sorrows. True pity does not stop with bless their heart. True pity is an overflow of what God has worked out in us through his grace, mercy, and love, poured out on those around us who need it most. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 tells us what we can do in the presence of the most holy God because of his active pity on us. Not that we come before him and fall in fear alone, but that we may come boldly unto his throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Do we show mercy and grace when someone needs it most, or are we cold and calloused? Because we know how that person is. Maybe we say in her heart, they'll just bleed me dry. Remember what Psalms 103.14 says. He knows our frame. He knows your heart. And he remembers that we are all made of dust. He knew we would bleed him dry for our own benefit if we could. If we knew that the blood of the Savior would have saved us, we would have bled him dry. We couldn't even do that amongst our own power, so he did it for us. While we were his enemies, he died for us. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, By ye, or Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savior, savor. And John thirteen thirty four and 35 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you,
1: that ye also love one
0: another. And 35, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have loved one to another. Pity is more than empathy. It is the outward expression of the Father's love in me, the proof of the Father's love in me. When Christ looked at us in pity, dead in our trespasses and sins, all of us, he seen treasure crossless little image bearers, lost, broken vessels, and he's seen the value that he gave us when he first formed us from the dust of the ground. How do you look at people? And how do you see people?
1: And how do you express that love
0: that's in you to others that are around you in need? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. And we thank you for this opportunity to be able to come together and worship you, Lord. We thank you so much for your love and your provision in our life. God, we just pray that we would be able to share that with others at the best of our ability, Lord, and help us to look to you for our guide. God, we know that without any doubt, you came to this earth to die for our sins, even knowing our frame, knowing who we are and what we do. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, be with our Sunday school teachers this morning and be with our pastor and his family. God, I just pray that you would just help us to grow closer to you. And in your name we pray. Amen.